In this episode, I want to talk about what you can do if you got fired, if you quit your job, or if you're thinking about quitting your job. I once got fired and I also decided a couple of years ago to quit my job and I just wanted to share the mistakes I've made, but also my wins. And in my case, both events led to great things in my life. And that's often the case. But getting fired or quitting your job might be very scary because you're unknown about the future. I'm Muriel, CEO, mum and educator. I used to work really hard and sacrificed important things to me until I lost my motivation. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned and I found a way to reach great results while working less. Today, I'm obsessed with helping other leaders build meaningful lives. So each week, I'll be sharing inspiration to change your life and organization. This is Rebel Leader with a Heart. Let me first go a little bit in the past when I got fired, because it happened a couple of years ago to me as well. I was working in a pharmaceutical company as a marketing manager, And I just gave birth to my second son. And I wanted to work 80%, four days a week. And in Belgium, it's legal to then ask your employer for that 80% work schedule. And they cannot refuse. But I knew that my employer wasn't really keen on it. They had already told me in our company, you either work or you don't work. But we don't believe in 80%. But still, family is an important value for me. And so I wanted to be there one day a week plus the weekend for my children. So I asked for this 80% work schedule. And what happened then is I got fired. The day I asked it, I got fired. And I got fired. It was really ugly because not only did they ask me to come into the office, They then told all my colleagues that I was getting fired, asked them to go home. Then I I had to get all my stuff and leave as if I was a bad person. I couldn't even say goodbye to my colleagues. And so after that, I really, really felt bad. I knew it had nothing to do with my skills. It had everything to do with the fact that they wanted to give a message inside the company that uh, working 80% was not okay in that pharmaceutical company. But still, I felt bad. And that's when I made my first big mistake. I didn't sleep for three days. You know, I was thinking, but I had done this and this right and this right. I felt really like it, it wasn't just, it, it was an injustice. And I feel like I wasn't worth it. And I really wanted to prove that I was worth it. And that's when I made my first mistake. What I did was I immediately applied for a new job. And I applied for a new job without thinking about what I really wanted. I just applied for a similar job in another company. And it didn't went well. I failed the test. I talked too much about myself and because I wanted to prove myself that I was okay and I was worth it. And that's the first mistake. When you get fired or when you quit your job, I believe you should take the time to first get your energy back 
and also to listen to your emotions and accept them. And I didn't listen to my emotions. I was scared, I was angry, I was fearful, and I put them aside and I went directly into action. And that was a big mistake because I didn't get the job at the end. And I knew that if I would continue applying for other job with that mindset, it wouldn't help me. So what I did instead at that moment was really first get my energy level up again. Then I thought about what was important to me. And at that time, I had always proven myself at school, at university, in my career. I started at Procter Gamble. I climbed a ladder pretty fast and then I got fired. But now what I really wanted to do, what I cared about was my family. But also I wanted to have a job where I could make a difference. And so those two values were really important to me. And that's what I, that's when I decided I would look for a job in line with those two values. So I would look for a job where I could work only four days a week and a job where I could make a difference. And I don't know if it's by accident or maybe I sent a message in the universe, but I got contacted by a headhunter. And he contacted me for a job in educational publishing, a marketing job. And I had really a nice interview with him. I had a second nice interview at that job. And right before my last interview with a CEO, I remember I was sitting in the car in the parking lot calling with another friend who's a headhunter. And he was telling me, you know, Muriel, this is a step back in your career because it wasn't a big job, it wasn't a big name or a big company. And I thought, yeah, but I don't care because with this job, I can make a difference. I can sell as many school books as I want. It will make the world a better place. And I could work 80% and be there for my children and my family. So I took the job and that was the best decision ever because a couple of years later, I became the CEO of that company. So here, please, if you just got fired, what will make all the difference for you finding a new job is getting over everything you feel. So listening, accepting what you feel, and then think about really what do you deeply care about? What are your values? And look for a job, or maybe it will present itself to you like it did with me. Look for a job in line with those values. And then fast forward a couple of years, and I was the CEO of this organization. And I had transformed it with great results, financial results, but also great results in terms of happiness of the people within the organization. And it was really tough. It was really tough because I had a lot of pressure coming from my shareholders. I had a lot of pressure coming from my employees and I almost burned out at that time or a couple of years before. I almost burned out and I really had to transform myself before I could transform the organization. And it was really... Um, a journey of two steps forward, one step backward, two steps forward, one step backward. And I wanted to give up at least 50 times. 
But what kept me going was my why. I wanted to prove to the world that even with short, with a short-term pressure to increase revenues coming from my shareholders, I could transform an organization and lead it with my heart. And I could build a meaningful life for me and be there for my children, for my family and for my colleagues also, of course. So that's what I wanted to prove. And then I succeeded. So I had transformed the organization. I had succeeded. And that's when I had this little voice telling me, it's time to quit. It's time to quit because first I wanted to help other organizations and other leaders like you reach this meaningful life and transform their organizations and lead differently. But I also wanted to quit because I wasn't aligned anymore with the values of my shareholders, which were only profits. And I got very high bonuses. Really, I, I even had the possibility to get a bonus of 1 million euros, but it wasn't aligned with who I was. I had to count every euro of everyone in the organization. Well, at the other side, I was given bonuses for the great results we were getting. And I didn't feel like this was me. I wanted really to have a life fully aligned with my values. And I was convinced that by quitting this job, the money would come back because my purpose is bigger than the money and money always follows purpose. So that was the second reason why I wanted to quit. And the third reason is because I have a profile of transformation. So I like creating new things and I like putting new things in place. I like big transformations. But then once we are transformed, and of course we have to keep changing a little bit because the best way is to constantly change. But I'm not very good at uh, maintaining or just improving the things that we have put in place. So I thought it would be better to have another kind of CEO. And that's why I decided to quit my job, my high paying job with a company that I really loved, with colleagues that I loved. I decided to quit it to launch my own business to help you reach meaningful lives. I'm interrupting my own podcast to let you know that in the last years, I've helped many leaders build meaningful lives and organizations. And I've identified specific traits that characterizes each of them. Do you want to know which type of leader you are? Take our free two-minute quiz to find out. Go to rebelleaderwithaheart.com slash quiz or to the show notes of this episode to take it. You'll receive your leadership profile seven personalized lessons and a roadmap to transform yourself, your team or organization. And remember, you are a leader of your life. You don't have to have a team to take this quiz. Now, let's go back to our episode. And this time, what I did well was I listened and I accepted my emotions because you might think because you quit your job that everything is going to be okay, you're going to be enthusiastic, and that's all. But it wasn't the case. I, I was, of course, enthusiastic at times, but at other times, I was afraid because I was quitting a high-paying job, and would I make enough money to make a living out of it? 
And I was also sad. And sad till the point of crying as if someone had died because I was sad because I was leaving a family. This, this organization I had put my soul and my heart in this transformation with these colleagues and now I was leaving them. So I was sad. And I really had to listen to that sadness because it was telling me what was important for me. Of course, these colleagues, but also what I had built with them. And I had to listen to my fears as well because they were genuine. And, and of course, when you start a company, you don't make a lot of money from the start. So I had to listen and accept these emotions. And then what I did and that I, what I should, what I believe you should do as well is to try new things. And I was, I knew what my mission, what my purpose was. I wanted to help leaders build meaningful lives and organizations, but I didn't know how exactly. I didn't know if I was going to become a coach, a consultant, if I would be in uh, boards of organizations, if I would become a teacher, I really didn't know what I wanted. And so instead of thinking too much about it, I tried it all. So I did some consulting, I did some coaching, I taught, I gave, wor I gave workshops, I was in a couple of boards of directors. And then I bought this house in Andalusia, where I'm currently at. And I decided, you know, I really love this village in Andalusia. And normally I live in Brussels. So I really love this house in Andalusia. And I like the concepts of being able to work where and when I want it. And that influenced my, my concept. So what I decided to do after trying a lot of things is I decided to launch my own online business while giving keynotes and workshops as well on the side because I love having contacts with people and helping people not only through digitally but also live. So this time I did it right. So what should you do if you quit your job or if you get fired? Listen and accept your emotions Increase your energy level because it might be that you are exhausted. Maybe you quit your job because you had, you had a lot of stress or got fired while you had a lot of stress. So increase your energy. Try new things or make new experiences or talk with a lot of people, which I also did. I talked with a lot of people around me and people in my network and even people I didn't know. I just asked them if I, if I could have a coffee with them to just know how they were, just to have a better idea. And then think about your values. What do you really care about? And in this case, for me, it's still family. It's helping leaders, making a difference, empowering people. It's well-being, not only my well-being, but also the well-being of others. And it's, of course, family. And that's why I choose this new career of launching my own business. So think about your values as well and just act upon it. And don't forget, it doesn't have to be perfect from the start. You might not have the perfect job are the perfect organization when you start, you can always pivot later.
And it was the same for me. The organization that I started three and a half years ago is not the same as the one I have today because I constantly pivoted and what I sometimes imagined wasn't always what I thought it would be. So that's it for today. In my next episode, I'm going to talk about the meaningful rich because I believe you could become a meaningful rich as well. Have really the life you desire and I'm going to talk about the steps to get it and why it's so important. So thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe if you want to receive the next episode automatically, but also subscribe if you want to have a meaningful life and organization. Yeah, you finished another episode of Rebel Leader with a Heart. If you want more, go to rebelleaderwithaheart.com for show notes and past episodes. If you love the show, subscribe, leave a review and share it with a friend. The more, the merrier. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week, you rebel leader with a heart. Hello there. How adapted are you to the fast and busy times? Before diving into this subject, let me ask you a question. Do you see yourself working like this until you retire? If yes, congrats, you probably find a way to thrive in today's fast and busy times. But if your answer is no, don't worry. Because this five-minute quiz on how adapted are you to the fast and busy times might help you. Because if you're still working with the slower time habits and mindset, you might end up working really hard for too little impact. This quiz will show you how adapted you are to today's crazy fast times and it'll give you your score on the five principles you need to master to better navigate your heavy workload while still having a life. So go to keyleader.com slash fast times to start the quiz. Maybe it's time to kickstart your slower and more impactful life. keyleader.com slash fast times qileader.com slash fast times now let's dive into today's podcast episode